up, you guys? This is Kim, and you're listening to another episode of Talking Greasy. As always, the usual suspects are here. Well, minus one. It's your boy, Darnell. And you better not forget about my nigga, Rian Lucci. Yeah, she had to take care of some business today, but we are still going to give you this episode. So today we are going to talk about something that was kind of inspired by a new podcast I've been listening to called Mortified. So basically what they do is they take these uh, regular everyday people and they get up on stage and they read a note, an excerpt from their diary. They read letters and shit that they wrote from when they were like from elementary school up to high school. And the shit is always hilarious. Well, sometimes it's really boring, but other times when it's good, it's really good. So that kind of made me think. What are some of the the moments that I can look back on and laugh now, but back then it was not the best? So, Darnell, I'll, I'll start off with you. What's a what's a moment that st- stands out for you that was funny? In high school? Middle school, high school, elementary school, whatever. Let me talk about my shitty day. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, oh, I, my God. What? It involves I, shit? Listen, okay. I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm chilling with my homeboys, and uh, we 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 wanted to go to lunch, but for some reason, I think uh, one of my friends he was in the the cooking cluster, right? Uh huh. So he had some extra tamales. Uh huh. So I handled them tamales. They were good. I thanked them everything, and then, but my last period, my senior year, was office helper, right? Go pick up the attendance, and if we ain't got no attendance or nothing, sit in the office. Yeah. Man, my stomach started bubbling. Oh, my God. Man, tell me why I didn't make it to the bathroom. <gasps> Are you fucking serious? I didn't make it. And what? no way in hell I'm going back to that office to uh, sit my stanky, shitty ass in the office and have people look at me. Oh, my God. So what I had to do was I live two miles away from Skyline. Oh, my God. So I literally walked home (gasps) two miles, skipped school two miles to do it. I got home, and mind you, me and my dad wasn't on good terms. You did it. Huh? I said, do what? You did it. I know, true, but I got home. (laughs) I got home. And me and my dad wasn't on good terms, but he's like, man, did you skip school? I said, look, this happened, blase, blase. He he left me alone, but, yeah, horrible day. Oh, my God. I got, I got worse and better. Worse? Hey, high school, middle school, elementary. I, I got stories for days, man. Jesus what about you? Christ. It's your turn. Worse? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> mine don't have, mine is not nearly as bad as that one. I thought this shit was bad, and then I heard that, and I was like, oh, I'll take this shit anyway. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> not your shit, but, you know, whatever. Um, So, when I was in middle school, there was this guy that I had this humongous crush on. I had a crush on him since the end of fifth grade, I think. And so 
you know how shit gets around. You tell people one thing. You tell one person something, and then. Now the whole school knows. Now the entire school knows. And you're like, well, who the fuck did I, I told you. And now people I don't know are coming up to me about this, about the shit. And so I told one person that I liked this guy. And then I don't know if somebody overheard it or she told somebody else. And so it got back around to him. So all these people were coming up to me who didn't even like me or didn't know me were like, you like blah, blah. And I was like, uh, yeah so this was the climate of like my existence at that school the entire year people didn't really like me unless I was in a project with them so they could get me to do all the fucking work or they knew me from elementary school they thought I was cool and so by default I had cool friends. You know, it was just weird for me because I, I was a little awkward. I didn't really know how to talk to people at the time or whatever. And so one day, one blessed day, he comes up to me and he's like, do you want to go out with me? But I noticed when he said it, he looked kind of annoyed. But I didn't give a shit. I was like, yeah. And so this was like the very beginning of that day, right? Yeah. So we had some shit called den because we were berry bears. So, you know, bear, den, wagon. Corny. I know. Uh, So den is like the middle of the, the school day where you kind of recalibrate, study, talk, really don't do shit. That's what people thought we did. Nothing. So his den, den class was next to my den class. And when I was getting ready to walk into class, he handed me this note that was, like, folded so fly. You know how in high school or middle school Man. You, you folded your notes and shit? Yeah. And you were decorated with markers or whatever. Yeah. yeah, we ain't got that kind of love no more. We sure don't. So I unfolded it. I was so excited. I was like, oh, this is my first, my first note from my boyfriend and blah, blah. The note was, like, three sentences long, and I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> you it know you said <laughs> You you already knew. It said Dear Kim, I really can't be with you anymore. I only dated you because everybody was getting on my nerves about you liking me and I wanted to get it over with. So this is over. Sorry so short. <laughs> What this? <laughs> what this? This some black dude or something? Yeah, uh, you know how when people will write a really short ass note because they had something to say but didn't have time, and they would put "sorry" so short. I was like, "Damn, that's old school." Uh, was that supposed right? to be a long ass note? <laughs> so that was a a milestone in my life because that was the first day I ever said a curse word. <laughs> But I didn't know how to curse really yet, even though my dad said little words like hell and damn, you know. So when I wrote my note back, first of all, it was a long fucking note. I don't know what all I said, but I all I know is I, at one point I said fuck damn, and I don't know <laughs> what that was That's supposed to mean. <laughs> Worst cursing. <laughs> Consecutive cursing I've ever heard. Fuck, 
stabbed. And so I folded my shit. So I didn't wh- even do no origami. So what did he say after? Oh, he didn't say nothing. When we were getting out of den, he saw me out the corner of his eye. He put his hand behind his back to get the note because he knew he was getting a note. I pounded that shit into his hand, and he walked off. And I walked off. And you ever seen him again? Of course. We went to high school together. I mean, after that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I saw him all the time. <coughs> Man. And I caught him all kinds of bitches and motherfuckers the whole way down the hallway. You motherfucking bitch. Blah, blah, blah. Man. Yeah. I don't I said know. That part right. I got so many stories. Oh, I don't know if I told you this story, but uh, what's another horrible night in high school? Prom night. Worst wow. fucking, worst fucking day of my whole high school. Really, thing. man. Uh, the my, I had a girlfriend at the time. Yeah, and you know, I gave her some money to go get her nails done. Gave her some money to get suited and booted. Right. How sweet. Man, she had an attitude the whole way. Why? Like, I'm over here chilling. I'm not dancing with no other females. I mean, I'm with my girl. Yeah. But, you know, I'm just chilling, having a good time, smiling. It's prom night. Yeah. Then I'm dancing. She's like, hey, we got to go take some pictures. I said, oh, that line is long. Give it about 10, 20 minutes. Let it die down. We'll go. She said, no, I really want this moment. Yeah. I really don't want to mess up this moment. I said, oh, whatever. So So I I. I was about to eat, but then, you know, just waiting in line. Yeah. Doing my thing. Come to find out, she just had that worst attitude all night. Then, it's finally over. We all laughed. I took pictures with my friends. We all good. We went to Denny's, right? Uh Uh-huh. Tell me why. At Denny's, we leaving, right? Paid. We're going home. She need to be home before 12. I mean, like 12 something, yeah. right? So my homeboy, Chris, yelled out, dang, I bet Broderick about to go get some. She, she stops and says, man, that nigga ain't getting no pussy in oh. front of everybody. The people from Skyline laughed. The people who was working at Denny's laughed. I said, <laughs> Damn. Like, one nigga was carrying a tray, put it down just to laugh. (laughs) He's like, boy. I said, damn, I was mad. And then I didn't get none that night. Then she had a nerve. Like, it was Monday, so we didn't have to go to school because we didn't have nothing to do. I think we was going to have an activity, but it wasn't until that Friday. Yeah. Man, on Monday, she came over to my house. She said, oh, I'm so sorry for acting crazy. You want some? I said, no, I don't. And I kicked her out. All right. Wait, nah. Nah, I fucked. But anyway, I was still mad while I was doing it, though. Okay. What? You only get one time at prom night. If it was like one day, like she pulled that bullshit and it was like like homecoming or some shit like, or just in the hallways, I would have been okay with that. But prom night, you only get one of those, bro. I still still remember that and I'm about to be 27. I never had sex on prom night. Lame. But anyway, uh, no, it is. Didn't you have a boyfriend when you went to yeah. prom? Ugh, women. Why do I feel like my wedding night wifey might pull that I'm tired bullshit? I just feel like that would happen because um, it's this app called Whisper where like people were saying the stuff they did on their uh honeymoon night. 
man, one of them said they was playing Connect Four. The other one said they was too tired because they was opening up all the gifts. And then a couple of them, they was too freaky. I was like, like they was like the maid came in to clean up, but then they had a, fr- a threesome. I was like, damn, that's whoa. A- so hey, that's a good way to kick off the first day of marriage. I mean, uh, I, I mean, different strokes for different folks. But you like- ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. Did 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 it? Oh, sorry, I roll mean- the show. <laughs> <laughs> what? Man. That was set for this time. Man, okay, what about uh, another one from you? Another one in your vault. Woo, okay. So I was walking to Walgreens because Walgreens is maybe a 15-minute walk from my house. And so I had on this skirt, like an A-line skirt. And just to give you some backstory, so I live on the, I lived on the street with these guys I went to elementary school, uh, middle school, and high school with. So I had been seeing them grow up with me, right? So I'm walking down to, uh, walking to Walgreens. I have on this A-line skirt. Yeah. And it was not windy, nothing. All of a sudden, this fucking colossal gust of wind says, whoosh, my skirt it's so long that it fly, it flies over my face. Like, it went Dang. all the way up. All the fucking way up. I was like, oh, my God, because I was walking on a major street. There were cars going all around me. And so I hurry up and try to fix my shit. One minute later, and maybe not even that, probably like 30 seconds later, I get a phone call. It's my friend Taraji. Taraji says, uh, Kim? I said, yeah. She said, are you walking? I said, yes, how the fuck do you know that? She said, um, well, Brandon called me. I said, oh my God. She said, uh, Brandon called me. And he said he saw you walking down the street and your skirt flew up and all he saw was ass. I said, wow, are you fucking serious? She said, yeah. I said, was anybody else there? She said, well, Robert and Madul and Alex. Damn, the whole clique. I said, everybody that lives on my fucking street? She said, I bet I bet you somebody uh, sh- shoot they shot right after that. I bet you at least one of them tried to holler. It. No, right, at, man. Say, Kim, you Kim, how you feel after that? Because I I would have been. I shitty. was so fucking embarrassed. She was like, "Were you wearing a thong?" I said, "Taraji, get off the phone. Get off." Ah, the phone. they got your head. Oh my god, that was so so embarrassing. Oh, I remember, this was elementary. I remember I was at lunch, right? Mm-hmm. Then, next thing I hear, she got a gun, she got a gun, she got a gun. I'm like, whoo. Man, I motherfucking run, because we just got done eating, and we went outside, right? Mm-hmm. I was outside, and all I heard was, kapo. And what the fuck? Man, I... 
I ran like it was a thirty yard dash back into school. Man, that uh it was this little it was this girl, right? Mm-hmm. She just uh robbed the cafeteria, right? Mm-hmm. But then her little sister go to the school, right? Mm-hmm. So she wanted to grab her sister and get get up out of there with the money, mm-hmm. but she kept running around the school looking for her with the gun. Tell me why I'm running, and I'm telling the shooter. I didn't know who, who was the shooter at the time. Like, hey, come on, there's a shooter out here. Hurry up! <laughs> and I'm dead serious. She was right behind. Like, bro, we need to get up out of here. But she just had this mean mug on her face, the meanest mug I've ever seen on anybody. And she was like. <sighs> Then next thing you know, I turn my neck and then like a teacher literally just grabbed me and locked her though. And then she said, get on the ground because it was like some other kids. Get on the ground. Don't say nothing. She said, you lucky, bro. I was like, what you mean I'm lucky? The shooter was right behind you. As soon as she turned her neck, I grabbed you. I said, that was the shooter. Cause she was, no, when I say she was running with me the whole time, like I lost her like twice, but then we found each other cause the school ain't that big. Mm-hmm. Man, I, so I almost got shot when I was in uh fifth grade. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. And then they called her and then they, then the fuck up thing is they said, go back to the cafeteria. I'm like, nigga, I'm not going back to the cafeteria. Uh, how about I'm going home? <laughs> I'm and going you back have to a nice day. I'm going back to my Negro life. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a blessed day. You ain't lying. Um, okay, so this is this is something that happened when I was working. So people who know me knows uh who know that I have tons of stories about working at the Waffle House. That was my first job when I was sixteen. And um one thing that I will never forget is the day that I thought I almost died at the motherfucking Waffle House. So I am serving these two people, right? And uh, I have to be like 18. There's a lady and a man who are obviously on a date having breakfast at my table. They're trying to get to know each other, blase, blase. And maybe halfway through their meal this this tall guy in this hoodie had a grill on and shit bust through the front door now mind you when i was when i was a server there we didn't really have windows like that like we had like two or three but you really couldn't see outside yeah so i didn't know somebody's getting ready to bust through the goddamn front door so he bust through the front door and was like, I just get out the goddamn pen and this is what you do to me? And he was looking at the lady at my table. I was like, oh, shit. Damn. It's about to go down. Understatement. So And when he said that, he had his <laughs> hand in his jacket like he was getting, getting ready to pull out a gun. So I dropped down and I crawled to the back. I said, you ain't about to get me today. Not no goddamn Waffle House. <laughs> so I crawled to the back. And what's so funny is every single time some shit went down, the district manager was there. But every time some shit happened, he was like, well, Kim, I need you to take care of it. I don't know what you need to do, but you got to get on it. And I was always like, nigga, do you know I'm a server? You are (laughs) a district manager. So I went back there and I was like, Chris. I think this guy's trying to shoot everybody. Do you see this? Because there was a window. Yeah. Like one of those double-sided windows where you can see out, but nobody can see into it. 
So I know he saw him. Waffle House is shaped like a shoebox. You can't see. You can see everything in one view. So he looked out, and he was like, "Well, what is he saying?" I said, "He's talking to this lady about how she cheated on him or whatever, and he has his head in his jacket like he's about to pull out a gun." And so he was like, "Did you talk to him?" I said, "Why would I talk to him? For what?" And he said. Well, you gotta make you gotta let him know he needs to calm down. I said, Chris, I'm not telling him nothing. As a matter of fact, I'm staying back here. And so the guy that had his hand in his pocket, yeah, walks out. And so I creep out when I feel like the coast is clear, and I go back to where I was, and I see the lady at my table jump up, and she was like, "My brand new car." Because she saw out the, like, one window yeah, that he had went to his car, got a bat, and started bashing up her car. And so Chris finally brought his scary ass out, and he saw that she was getting ready to walk out. And he was like, ma'am, please don't follow him. We don't know what he's going to do. So for the one time, one and only time that since I had worked there for probably three or four years, I saw him actually decide to be brave and handle a fucking situation. So he walks to the parking lot, and before he could get to the guy, he jumped into his car, got uh, drove off, and went toward eighty. I think he'd already. I think Chris called the police. I don't know who called the police. Probably the people in my other booth, because when I finally got back over to them, and I was like, "Oh my God, are y'all okay?" They were like. This was our first time in Mesquite. I was like, <laughs> "Damn, <laughs> I'm so sorry." <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> oh my god, I'm never coming here again. <laughs> they were like, "We were just visiting from Louisiana." I was Damn. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Straight out of Mesquite. <laughs> <laughs> oh my For god. Real. Oh Woo. shit. Well, so yeah, that was high school. A lot of fights. A lot of shoot. A lot of Couple of shoot, shoot couple of shootouts, and you know shootouts. I went to Skyline. I had to walk home. I heard gunshots on the way home. It was normal. It's still normal to me, which is sad. But I mean, hey, wow, go Skyline. And that's a depressing way to start in the show. Don't do this. Oh well, you did it, not me. All right, well, you guys, that is all. I hope you enjoyed listening to our misfortunes. Bow! (laughs) (laughs) If y'all have any questions or y'all want to get in on the conversation, join us at facebook.com slash Talking Greasy. You can also follow us at Talking Greasy on Twitter. Twitter! Yeah, start interacting with us. We would love to hear from you guys. We sure would. And how can they get in contact with you, Darnell? Hey, man, hit me up on Snapchat and Instagram at Darnell Does It. And you can reach me at K Diggs. That's K A Y D I G S. Was that right? K A Y D I G S. Y'all, I can't talk today. And also, like I said, Talking Greasy on Twitter or Facebook. And y'all be safe. Bye. Bow. <laughs> What's up, you guys? This is another episode of Talking Greasy. 
Um, recently, I started watching this show called, uh, or listening to the show called Mortified, and it's basically where. This is just a short episode. Okay. Hey, it's your boy Darnell. Oh my I mean, god! Just, I mean, because you know, clearly, I'm not in here, and you know, we we uh, one man down. Uh, uh, you know, go to uh, t- uh, Ren's uh, Twitter at Ren Lucci. I was going to do all of that, actually. Wow. I was just trying to get into what the show is going to be about, and then I was going to say. Oh, damn. Now I feel shitty. I'm sorry. Okay. It's all good. We can. That's why we can edit things. All right. Oh, you going to edit it? Duh. Why would I leave all that in? (sighs) Okay. Let's just start this shit over. Let's. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. 